Welcome to episode 22 of Keeping It a Hundo. I'm your host, Matty Hundo. Today's guest is Mike Walbert of A3C. It's a hip-hop festival that takes place every year in October in Atlanta. This year's headliners include Wu-Tang Clan, Lil Wayne, and Dipset. I've been to A3C a couple times now. I met Mike uh, maybe about four or five years ago. I met Mike and his brother through my friend AKG. Some of you know him as Andrew Kempkerstel. The hyphen. I'd like to say thanks to AKG. He's been instrumental in helping develop this podcast. Thanks for the support. And AKG's wife, Amber, has a new reality show on NBC called Making It, where she shows off her crafting skills. I went to the premiere for it last week in Miami, and it was, it was a pretty cool show. So if you get a chance, check it out. And uh, thanks for introducing me to Mike Walbert and his brother, Chris. I met them through uh, AKG and, and AKG's boy, uh, Cockroach Killer. Shout out to Cockroach Killer, the rapping attorney. He's got a mixtape dropping soon. But the story goes like this. I get a call from AKG one day and he asks me if I'm interested in helping start a bocce league in Miami. So Mike's brother, Chris, ran a couple bocce leagues out in Atlanta and I guess he was making pretty good money doing it. And he was thinking about franchising. And AKG said, well, I know a Guido in Miami that would probably be interested. He's always looking for entrepreneurial ideas. So I got on the phone with Chris and we discussed possibly setting up a bocce league in Miami. Sounded like a good idea, but when it came down to it, I didn't think I'd have the time to uh, be there to run the league every week. So we didn't end up doing it, but that's how I met the Wahlberg brothers. And that's how I ended up attending my first A3C festival. And before we get into the podcast, I'd like to share my favorite A3C experience. A couple years back, he had uh, Juvenile, Beanie Siegel, and then the highlight of the night, Cameron, Killer Cam, and Just Blaze was on stage DJing. So he had myself and AKG on stage next to Just Blaze while Cam performed. So you could say we were granted diplomatic immunity during that show. I know I'm definitely going this year. Can't wait. The lineup is ridiculous. And word on the street is if I can get Jalen Rose to show up, me and Jalen are going to be on stage with Wu-Tang. So you think I'm going to pass up on that opportunity? You're crazy. So let's get into the pod. We recorded this in Atlanta. It sounds like we're at a bar. There's some talking going on in the background. I think it adds a little ambiance. I don't think it's distracting. We're not at a bar. We're actually at Mike's house, which doubles as a bar. And it also doubles as an Airbnb luxury property. I'm pretty sure he's doing a special Airbnb raffle for A3C where you can rent the property and hang out and party with some of his boys like Cockroach Killer, Dom, and Justin. But I'm not sure, so don't quote me on that. But the house doubles as a lot of things. I think they show shoot TV shows there and do interviews for CNN, all types of stuff. Really nice property. Mike's been on Property Brothers with Chris. They have a couple nice houses over in the old Fourth Ward. So we recorded this at one of the houses over in the old Fourth Ward. And it was the first time I've had a guest provide me with alcohol. He actually had some Athens, Georgia beer. I don't even remember what it was. I've had probably a handful of beers in the past 12 months. So we were sipping on that. And it went kind of long, but I I chopped it down. We trimmed the fat. I love Mike's entrepreneurial spirit. This is a great conversation. 
This is Mike Wahlberg. My mind warps and bends, floats the wind, count to ten, meet the twin, Andre Ben, welcome to the lion's den. A red gen, no skin, many men comprehend, I extend myself, so you go out and tell a friend. Sin all depends on what you believe in, in. faith is what you make it, that's the hardest shit since MC Ren. Alien can blend right on in, with your kin, look again, cause I swear I spot one every now and then. It's happening again, wish I could tell you when, Andre this is Andre, y'all is just gonna have to make amends. the sun goes down, heroes eventually die. You got Dipset, you got Wu Tang. Yes, sir. That's all I need to hear. Yes, sir. But then you got Lil Weezy. Yes, sir. Wow. New Dirty Bassett, I hear. <laughs> Do you know anything about this you, new Dirty Bassett? You're breaking news to me. I feel like I'm out of the loop now. I'm going to blow your mind right now. <laughs> you familiar with Jalen and Jacoby? I'm familiar, yeah. Do you listen to it? No, I'm a huge Jalen fan. I actually like a lot of his shit. Same here. All right. I can curse, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah anything. Uh, Come on. I thought what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I we need a so. different state to participate. We need a different state. Don't forget, if you call 985-80-Jalen, you can leave us a voicemail. And if you give Reggie a shout-out because he's petty, shout-out, he'll put it on the show. Wow. Just like this. Wow. Jalen and Jacoby, what up, though? It's Hundo in Miami. like to drop a little knowledge on the new Dirty Bastard <laughs> situation. What? Um... He's performing at A3C. No. You're familiar with all three coasts. They uh <laughs> hip hop show in Atlanta. He's performing there this it's in October. Wheezy, Dipset, Yo, and all of Wu Tang will be there performing this Shut year. Oh man, I'm gonna so take that clip. Might have something to do with that. He might be getting on stage and <laughs> becoming the uh, you know, they form like Voltron, so Gotta have somebody fill in. That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, he's getting them checks. I like these calls. They give, they, they give us new information on a story. So if you don't remember or Broken you didn't news. listen to yesterday's Yo, show, what? That's I was upset because Lil Wayne trademarked the term "new dirty bastard." What I'm upset. You got old dirty over your shoulder. It just, it just felt like it felt like he was trying to come up off a name, an old dirty bastard. Just like the Wu Tang legacy is just so pristine, and my mind is so important to me that I don't want anyone else to tarnish it. However, Hundo in Miami has some information for us. The A3C show is going to feature Weezy, Dipset, and Wu-Tang. And perhaps he's trademarking this because he's going to be taking the place of the old Dirty Bastard during the Wu-Tang performance. <laughs> yeah, if this does happen, Why I will take back all my words I had for Wayne yesterday. If this is just a coincidence... I'll double down. Oh, it definitely can't <laughs> be a coincidence. And that's why I alluded to it yesterday because, it, as you mentioned, it's so iconic. And he's been in the industry so long, you know he's conscious of moves like that and how it can draw the ire of fans like yourself. What? But who you say is going to be at that show again? Dipset, Wheezy, and Wu Tang. Oh, I'm going. You're not going. Why not? Atlanta? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see you there. Huh? Just William, send me that clip, bro. That's. That's called keeping it a hundred. That's on. why. My guy, my guy. I'm keeping it a hundred. What? <laughs> Free <laughs> advertising. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm that. Yeah. So they were talking about it like yeah. a week before I made that call, yo. and they were like, "Yo, uh, Wheezy trademarked the name New Dirty Bastard. He's we don't know what yeah, this yeah, is all yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, all this. But yeah. And I just called him and told him. I I figured it out. I deciphered it in my head. Yo. That was it. Wow. So I that's what he's that. trying to do. He's going to perform with, with Wu-Tang. Yo. <laughs> You're running the show, and I got to tell you what's going First on of at the all, show. How about that? That would be legendary. Mm-hmm. I also know, like, if I, now that he's now that he's free, like, i.e. not in this legal lawsuit, mm-hmm. like, creatively, we're about to see a lot of crazy shit from Lil Wayne. I think like, so. Like, he's been handcuffed for years. And no more rock music, hopefully. Yeah. This Carter Five's coming out. He's maybe doing a joint venture with Rock Nation. He feels like he's got second life right now. I feel like. You know what I'm saying? So I hope I want him to use A3C as a platform to like take that shit out. Yeah, like he's yeah. he might be that might be his coming out part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah. So, dude, we we actually trying to get a showcase for his label. He said he's already signed like four or five artists. That was part of the deal. Cause it was like, yo, he's got a bunch of shit coming and out. And you have to put them on. Yeah. On a, but, but on it, but on a separate not on the yeah, not, yeah, on not the on the main stage. Yeah. Maybe even after that night, because they, they get off stage at 11 o'clock. The after party, Weezy shows up and puts his guys on. That's, that's what A3C is for, too, is for, you know, is, is as much the showcase. But we got, bro, we got, you know, hundreds of artists performing over five days. Yeah. It's about 
discovery and celebration. Is, you know, yeah, 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 absolutely. I know, like, in my experiences going to the show, it's also hilarious. I've found guys that I never heard of and been like, oh, I'm a f-. it's cool to find somebody yeah. that you you think you like discovered them or yeah, something. Man. Like, you're yeah, all yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I was the first one to hear them. I heard right, them. Right. And we're one of the few people I think that puts perfect example this year is right before Wu Tang comes on, Jid comes on. And Jid, if you're in Atlanta, like, he's, the, he's that dude, right? Like, he's the next up. And I think a lot of people are going to say... Is he on the radio here? Not on the radio. He just made the XXL cover, freshman cover, which is like a big deal yeah, for, yeah. for up-and-coming artists. He signed a Dreamville. He's about to drop his next um, album called Da Vinci 2. Or DiCaprio 2. Sorry, DiCaprio 2. It's one of the Leonardo's. Right. right about to say, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can understand the problem. Yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, one of the Leonardo's. <laughs> so what kind of... How do you how do you pay Wu-Tang? In, in Bitcoin? No, no. How do I pay them? Yeah, like... A lot I, of money. But do you pay Wu-Tang the same thing you pay Nas? Nah, more. Is that two different things? Yeah. Do you have to pay them each what? Like, what percentage are they getting? Like, if Nas is getting 100%, what percentage are they getting? Like, uh, 50, each of them getting 50% of what uh, Nas asks no, no, for? No, 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 Like, it's, that's it's, a lot of people to pay. Yeah, so they actually do... So the problem is you have nine people, and this is like... Even in documentaries, they're like, yo, you think we're making a lot of money, but split everything nine ways. Yeah. I don't think that I don't know the behind the scenes because we we went through CAA. Okay, that so, they're with CAA. Yeah. So honestly, they signed with CAA because they're celebrating the 25th anniversary. And to be frank, like Wu Tang Clan, because they've been rep by different people, they have different managers. People would book them like jank producers or promoters would jank would book them, and like three or four guys would show up. Yeah. And yeah, collect yeah. a bag, mm-hmm. and like that's like you know is a bad look for your brand because. Yep fans show up and they think they're getting something they don't get something and so it's just a bad look for everybody you don't so, know what you're gonna get when you book them right yeah and that's kind of like you it's know promoter's nightmare it's a promoter's nightmare it, fans start falling like falling out of love so when we booked them i'll spill some 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 news on here we are basically doing two days of events with wu-tang clan like we're taking over the fucking city i'll be honest with you like, we're getting, like, the Atlanta United soccer team is going to do some stuff with them. The Plaza Theater, Wish Gallery, like, we're, we're art gallery show, barbecue, like, for two days straight. Like, literally four days an event, like, Wu-Tang events. Wow. And members are showing up at every event, book reading, film screening, I got gallery, breaking news. Barbecue. I might have to break out some of my Wu-Wear. I have Wu-Wear. Uh, we're, and we're selling, Vintage And we're selling fresh air. Well, I would hope you do. Yeah. From the 90s. We're, we're, we're going to be doing free tattoos. So if you want to get it, we're going to design four tattoos, four or five tattoos. If you want to get a Wu-Tang tattoo. I don't believe in tattoos. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And uh, free Wu-Tang haircuts too. So Wu-Tang tat on my forehead. Yeah, It's going down. Let me introduce today's guest. I'm here with Mike Walbert. He is the owner and director of A3C. Yeah. Owner and director of A3C. (laughs) One of pretty much only two main, like all hip hop festivals left in the United States. uh, Rolling Loud and A3C. Rolling Loud's huge in Miami. Nah, big Miami guy. Rolling Loud is the is by far the biggest. Day. I had such a bad experience at Rolling Loud. I'm not I gonna wanna, lie. I want to hear that. First yeah. of all, I didn't know the director of it. Yeah. But secondly, <laughs> so Tariq. Yeah. When I when I went, I was in line waiting to get my ticket. It was so poorly run a few years ago. I heard it's much better now. It is. Yeah. The first time I went, it was. I waited in this long line. Everyone in line was at least 20 years younger than me. Yeah. And, I okay, so maybe I shouldn't have been there. Nah, I'm saying the lineup is like... It's it a cater, nice lineup. It caters to like... But now it caters to like 16 yeah. to 25-year-olds is like the heavy... So let me give you the highlight. Please. All right, so I'm waiting in line for the tickets. There's all type of weird shit going on. Um, <laughs> well, I, feel like, like that, I feel like that needs a bit of an explanation. Let There's me just say this. Somebody is still light out. Like it's like 6 p.m. or something. Uh, a young a young male, probably male. 16, goes down in convulsions. Like he's like God. on drugs and he's ha- he's in convulsions on the ground. for tickets? We're not Nobody... Nobody oh, no. did anything to help him. Oh, my God. He laid there having convulsions and having a seizure. And then people started Snapchatting it. No. And laughing no. and pointing. It was no, like, help. We need some, you know, nothing. And then, what do they call EMS? Yeah, they EMS, rush over. EMT. EMTs. EMTs. They rush over and they're helping him. They get him to, like, chill out and he gets back to normal. As soon as he gets back to normal, he grabs his phone out of his pocket and starts snapping the whole thing 
like yeah, yeah, yo, it's, it's, it's I just had a seizure at Rolling Loud. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm, this is I'm, depressing. I'm picking up my tickets and I'm scalping them, yeah. which is what I did, and I yeah. didn't stay. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh my god, yeah, that's a crazy experience, man. It did not belong. Events that size, like, it, it just scares me. Like, we're, you know, if we, we if we do ten thousand of the festival grounds this year per per day, that yeah, would... you guys moved from like a, you kind of had like a, not even really a festival grounds. You were kind of just yeah, in, in pulsing like up wherever you could fit. <laughs> yeah, like we were trying to fit a, a round peg in a square hole. Like mm-hmm. we always wanted to be central. Like we mm-hmm. didn't, we're not trying to pick, find a big grassy knoll anywhere. Out like, the we, way out, yeah. In the so like we went from. Not having any outdoor area like five years ago, six years ago, we're trying to put something in like uh, Old Fourth Ward, East, you know, on Edgewood, which is like a you know cultural neighborhood mm-hmm. with like a bunch of dope bars and tattoo parlors, stuff barbecue. you can walk yeah, to, yeah, yeah, a lot of walking, yeah, places we kick it, right? Yep. And then you know, so yeah, we we blocked up a street and did it there. So last year we moved downtown, two parking lots in front of the old Georgia Fair Depot next to Underground Atlanta, yeah, which is like, bro, the experience is crazy. Like it's just really dope, but like. Max we can put there is ten thousand people. They're doing forty thousand, fifty thousand. What's people. the what's the most you ever had? Like ten? Oh, last ish. year, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's our that's our capacity. Last year we probably did seventy five hundred a day because of NAS, you think? Yeah, for yeah. sure. But it also ran that day, so like we and we're moving the stage back. We're we're, we're changing our footprint to fit more. Fit more room. Yeah. Tell me about the birth of A three C. How did this happen? How long has this been going on? So that that question can be answered in a couple different ways, and I say that because. There's just so many different iterations of A3C. The brand itself has been around for 14. This will be the 14th year of A3C, right? Wow. Which is, yeah, it's crazy. For the first two or three years, Brian Knott, he was called an A3C. It was a three-day showcase at the Loft. So 10 artists a day over three days. But like, you know, indie artists from the Southeast. So like, it has no... How was it called A3C then? Oh, it stood for like Atlanta... Three days. Oh, it wasn't all three coasts? No, dude. Ah. I'm, like A3C stands for all three coasts. Yeah, all three coasts. At this point. Nah, for sure. But it's funny that I, and I'm I'm being frank, we don't we don't obviously tell everyone all that because my only my only point being is it's had such a, a, a unique and organic growth because as we grew, we're like that name and this is even before I was involved, but I was like, that name doesn't make sense for this this what we do anymore. Okay, yeah, so I got involved in two thousand eight. And at the time, like one or two venues with like forty artists. And I had just got back from South by Southwest. And I was like, yo, Atlanta need like... I have an idea. Yeah, pretty much. That, that the, the big aha moment, you know, is uh, we need to open up the platform. And basically allow people to curate or like produce shit on top of our brand. You can't become South by Southwest or any of these places if you're just trying to do everything yourself. So the big thing I learned from South by Southwest was they build the platform and they promote shit. But they don't curate a damn thing. Right, like they have built this machine up where everyone is pitching them dope shit, and that was like my like okay cool, we can get some really dope artists coming here, we can do some really cool shit, but we need to partner with and build relationships with the promoters, curators, labels, and influencers in hip hop. Who was the first like name you got? J Cole. That was year one. Oh wow. yeah, like so like the first before year- he was J Cole. He had just did the verse on the Jay Z album. Yeah, yeah, Blueprint three was it? Yes. So the first show we did was like Yellow Wolf, J Cole, Currency, Dom Kennedy, and it was no relation to Dom. Dom Kennedy, no, (laughs) our boy Dom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Shout out to Dom. (laughs) Shout out to Mr. Hamilton. So is that why it's called all three coasts and not all four? Nah, it's called all three coasts because well, I've always wondered that. Because you do have artists from every coast, all four coasts. If yes. you want to get. So here's the thing, though. Like, and this is what we we kind of backed into this one, but you know, hip hop East Coast is all started in Brooklyn, and um, and then you know West Coast, and it was yep. like oh East Coast West Coast beef in nineteen ninety Atlantic in nineteen ninety five outcast yeah when fucking Southern playlisted Cadillac yeah music. but when, literally like there's you know the slogan the South has something to say mm-hmm. Andre two thousand goes on the Source Award in nineteen ninety five and says yep. the South has something to say. That shit still like gives people the chills in yeah, Atlanta because yeah. we were like, yo. And honestly, since 1995, bro, we haven't looked back. This yeah, city has yeah, this yeah. city has dominated. You've put for out 30 years as much, if not better, than any area, city, whatever. Oh, you want to dom- say. if you and, and depends on how you want. If you want to look at critically, yes. If you want to look at numbers wise, yeah. Like yeah. album sold, yes. Influence culturally, popularity, everything globally, the sound. Too. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, but also, like, even people are like, oh, it's that trap shit. It's like, bro, I got, like. No, it's really not, though. Like, even creativity, like, because, pe- like, people like Janelle Monet and CeeLo and Gnarls Barkley. But even, and, like, Three Stacks. Yeah. Like, well, he's not, there's not at all, like, nah, trap man. music. Yeah. You know? And even the dudes who aren't from Atlanta, Kill like, Mike. come here to, yeah, run the jewels, come here to record, come here to find inspiration, come here to, you know, collaborate, create. So Atlanta really is like I think the creative capital for hip hop right now. Like for real though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, I can't argue with that. Well, good. Then we would have to end this. That's podcast. like we have the, to end this podcast. They love calling New York the mecca of basketball, but who's the best player they have in the NBA? Lance Stevenson. Like New York hasn't put out NBA players in years. Wait, where is it? Like Virginia, Georgia, like the states, Florida. Chicago still does really yeah. well. Um I think Cali, just yeah. like all over Cali. It's always Cali in Texas. Toronto fucking huge. is, is yeah. great. Yeah, Toronto's putting out a lot. But anyway, like yeah. you know, you can go back and say, oh, because of history, this and that. But yeah. the bottom line is, like, the numbers speak for themselves. The last few years. Yeah, man. You touched on the the um, trap music. I want to talk about current hip hop compared with the new stuff, mumble rap. Yeah. You said it's co- almost you said like, compared with or I want to compare the two, contrast the two. Do you like them both? And do you think they're both... Like, I feel like they're like different genres of music. So you say current versus mumble? I feel like... Mer- no, no, not current. Yeah, you said current versus oh, mumble. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> Real hip-hop versus mumble rap. Right. I actually... So I hate both terms, just to be frank, because I'm like... I hate the term real hip-hop, I'll be honest. But that's that's the only... Well, how else do I describe it? Old school or, you know, lyrical backpack. There's a lot but of But J. Cole isn't old school, is he? Nah, I call him. But he's not mumble. He's lyrical. He's a lyricist. I call him soulful. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. Real hip hop to me is like it's like the fucking. It's the same reason I hate fucking real America. Yeah. For the I'm like really we're all immigrants. It's an immigrant country. Yeah. I'm like yo, you really think like every fucking coast is not real America? Like like you don't think goddamn you know Migos is real hip hop? I'm like get out of here, man. So. Well, it evolves. Shit evolves. Yes. It's not 100%. I don't want shit to stay the same. No. Like, let's take Kanye, for instance. People talk about, I wish Kanye would do Kanye's right. old music. Right. I'm cool. I'm fu- Like, I don't right. love everything he does, but this I love evolution. that he takes chances. He's creative. Imagine you. He imagine, evolves. And imagine if you were that creative and someone's like, yo, make that same shit I want. Yeah. Or you're like, bro, what are you talking about? I already made that. I'm right. trying to make some new shit. Right. It's like, like when, you, when you're a legend and you go to, whether you're a rock star oh, yeah. or a rapper, and they want you to play song. your hits. Yeah. No, I want to play some of the new shit. Yeah. I want to play yeah. my yeah. new yeah. sound. I want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. I think mumble rap, like, is it here to stay? Is it like, what's its lasting impact? But like, I grew up on Lil John the Eastside Boys. I grew up on Laffy Taffy D4L. I'm 33. Okay. So I mean, I grew up on Outkast. I mean, Outkast was like that. That was our like real, real like this is what hip hop is. Actually, it was Wu Tang. Like my brothers, older brothers got Wu Tang Clan. Literally, Thursday. How old is Chris? My two older brothers are both three years older than me. So they're they twins. They're on cassette. No, they're both three, three and three and three. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, okay. point, good point. Good point. Good 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 good, good follow <laughs> they're up. Both three. Good good follow up. Good follow up. I got you. The you know the uh, Warren G album like all the like, you know like that was some, all right when I was like starting high school yeah and it's just like every song every album I know where I was the first time I heard it yeah. I know like what I was doing who I was hanging out with like yes. all that shit is that's my yeah. that's how I grew up see and honestly music to me is like music is a lot about your memories yeah right like nostalgia music, yeah is I think they say like Sonic other than smell I think smell is number two. But I actually think they say music and like, that's why when your mom sings lullabies to you, it's like, you know, that, that, and honestly, rap does a lot of that. Rap has a lot of like, if you notice these things, they're, they're the same melodies that are mm-hmm. in like, very base, some very basic shit. Yeah. Like, like fucking Mary Had a Little Lamb. Like mm-hmm. these, no, 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 no. Like that is hip hop is like a familiar tune. It's some of that shit's not for me, man. Some of it's fucking amazing, but I, I really am. I'm really not quick to judge. But the same shit is always like if you listen to the radio and you think you know what's happening in hip hop, like shame on you, right? I haven't listened to the radio, literally, like seriously, I haven't right. listened to the radio in probably fifteen. years. Because it's streaming too, right? Like you, everyone's on Spotify now. Like that's the new radio. Yeah, I'm playlist. on iTunes. I, I don't even do yeah. playlists. Yeah, I, I don't even shit. So what's the future of A3C? Man, it's tough, right? Like I, I don't want to lie to you. Like it's every year when you do events, like we're not rolling money, right? Like I'm trying to like I'm trying to do a successful event. I'm trying to find sustainable business models 
It's like I'm trying to. I'm. I'm really sure. I'm st- like, believe it or not, like it sounds crazy. I'm Ten years in, I'm still trying to figure this shit out. Are you gonna st- stick with hip hop? Because that seems to be. Oh yeah. Kind of nah. challenging. Nah, I mean, that, that, let's be honest, man. Hip hop is the most influential brand. Like, like it's genre. it's almost pop culture now. It's oh, it is transcended. Oh, 100 percent. Like yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like someone asked me this the other day, like how's hip hop different than it was 20 years ago? I was like, well, honestly, like it used to be a a, a sub genre. But now, like, yo, hip hop is synonymous with like American culture. Like, yeah, it's a huge export. That's a that's really America's music. Oh, absolutely. As of mm-hmm. today, it's like, yeah, like, I mean, you know, jazz and blues and all that stuff is American music. So you have like panels that are similar to like uh, South by Southwest 100%. or whatever. Yeah. So it's not just a music festival. It's uh, it's really good for networking if you're in any type of oh, yeah. media or. Oh, that's. I mean, that and that's. So that's been a big growth over the last few years. It's like. And today we literally just announced like the first like seventy five speakers, a hundred different like you know events and panels and that shit. As someone who's a managed artist, like that shit, I get geeked off that because I, I know the value that, that that provides for artists. Like, so I really want to be you know I think the extension of our brand what A three C means to me and I think should mean to the community and the culture is A three C is about you know entrepreneurship. It's about discovery. It's about culture and celebrating shit. Like five years from now, man, it would be crazy if this event again was like considered a world class music conference for hip hop culture. I think it is already, but I think like nah, I mean it is. Yeah, I I, I believe that fully. Like if you're in the top three or the top yeah. two of anything in the world, but our lineup is you know our speaker lineup is crazy from like Steve Stout to RZA to Ethiopia, the you know president of Motown to Goody Mob to Eight Ball MJG to like. You know the founders and CEOs of some of the most influential companies in the, in in music. Like that's crazy to me. The fact that these guys are all you know guys and girls are all a part of this. So I'm 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 flattered. I'm amazed. And I'm bless you. And I'm and I'm blown away by like you might have just made the podcast. <laughs> now you're good. So I think a lot of people don't even understand. Right. And at first I was. Right. I was almost surprised by it, but it makes a ton of sense now that I know what goes on. But like, this is a full time job. Oh yeah, like when people like, oh, when you start planning for next, you're year? not a banker, and then you like do A three C on the side. No, 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 right. Yeah. And and that, and I've been doing this full time for like four or five years now. Mm-hmm. So I used to manage artists and producers. I used to do some consulting, and I really just saw A three C as something that is like this could be something really special and beyond money. This is like something and I, I care about it. That's what I'm saying. I also saw like the impact it was making on people's lives. And I was like, yo, this is a really important event. Like people's lives, like I can definitively say people's lives are better because of this event. So I also feel an obligation now. Why this is a full-time job and for me. And how many artists do you have at performing at these shows? Oh, there's like a hundred thousand. No, yeah. A thousand? Nearly, yeah. Over Art- five days? Yeah. Artists, producers, and DJs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, Imagine negotiating a thousand. Oh, see, that's I mean, what I'm saying. More we don't. That, though. But because we, we all we find curators to book the shows. That's the, that's the platform we provide. But so, somebody got to deal with the curators. Yeah, so we do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, it, that's what I'm saying. It's a shit ton of work. Yeah. It's a shit it's ton a lot of work. work. It's the keeping it a hundo song. My girlfriend is sighing in the other room. She's like, Jesus Christ. All right. True or false? Wayne Williams is performing at ABC this year. <laughs> it's a hard no. Okay. Thank God. All right. He might host, though. <laughs> is he a promoter, is he getting... No, he's not. Yeah, that's it. You haven't oh, no, heard. He was. Yeah. 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 I mean, a, but no, but they is. say he's still like procuring artists in prison and shit. Get out of here. Yeah. He has like. You listen young... to the monster? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't So as Atlanta like... Monster, which it had some really good episodes and then it kind of like, yeah. it's like, yo, this thing should have been three to four episodes instead of 10 they to 12. Out. I think they were hoping that it would uncover more shit. Like they, like, you know. Like, but okay. So did you listen to it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, so it? where do you stand on Wayne Williams at this point? I think he's guilty as fuck. Guilty of, oh, not it definitely didn't murder everyone. Okay, yeah, that's where I'm at. Oh, he definitely is a murderer. Yeah, he definitely didn't kill everybody. So here's the here's the, here's this is crazy. So my dad's a lawyer. He was around Atlanta, like he's yeah. very familiar with these trials, and he knew judges and shit. Some shit that did not come out in the podcast that was like really well known in Atlanta is that his dad, who he lived with, helped him kill kids. Well, they did mention that kind of. No, no, they were like they said that his dad might be responsible for some of it. They had, but then that, one of the episodes, but like they, get like dig into that. Yeah, they didn't do that. They mentioned it, and then that was it. All right, serious question though. <laughs> Enough Wayne Williams talk. <laughs> True he, or false? 
you met your girlfriend working at the Claremont. False. Okay, the Claremont Lounge. If you know, I wasn't working at the Claremont. No, no, she was. Oh no, 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 she was definitely not working at the Claremont. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we're like, by the way, we're three doors down. Absolutely. I came from there earlier. I was working from there. <laughs> what do you mean you were working? So there? they finished the hotel. I saw that. You're driving by right now. What's we'll go, up with the hotel? We'll go afterwards. It's nice. Super is this, Art Deco. Is the bottom still the same? The yeah, club? Yeah, they didn't touch the bottom. Okay. Yeah, the fucking city would have eaten them alive. What were the top three performances at A3C? They might not have been the most famous people or whatever. Like, what are the three or two, like, couple that stand out? Yeah, man. It's, so it's usually from, so it's, I'll just give my experience. I love dope big artists in small places, right? Agreed. I, I, we threw a Dungeon Family show at this place called Star Bar. Um, which is 250 cap. I love that venue. I was at the sound booth. Just watching this Atlanta crowd go ape shit was just like really awesome. Just playing those fucking hits. Like Outcast and Goody Mob? Nah, so it was like it was like Cool Breeze, Witch Doctor, uh, Killer Sleepy Mike, Brown. Killer Mike, Sleepy Brown, Cujo, T, you know, like yeah. it was everyone but. Plenty, plenty. But like, yo, but like Cool Breeze and Witch Doctor to me as an Atlanta and you know like everyone's got their hometown heroes that just never made it out but like Witch Doctor's um, Swats like that album is crazy and Cool Breeze has so many crazy verses and songs like from Watch the Hook I'm surprised Cool Breeze didn't blow up a little more but anyway because the man can like yeah anyway there's only so much room uh, Backbone was there a lot of you know a lot of yep. like Dungeon Family first generation shit again I'm gonna go so this is like you're gonna, you, I'm really gonna age myself but also like I'm this is like me from Atlanta so. I'm 40 yeah, no, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, Kilo Ali last year. So, stop right please. there. My last guest, Kilo Ali was in his top five yeah. rappers of all time. So, okay. I actually, I actually almost kicked him out of a meeting yesterday. Because they said, hey, we need some, we need like a, like a night, like a one hit wonder from the 90s. Anyone know anything like that? And someone said, Kilo Ali. And I was like, yo, get the fuck out of the room. I said, get the fuck out of the room. If you're like, not can, from Atlanta, you might. He was from Atlanta. I was like, bro, you got no excuse. He goes, oh, he's from Atlanta. As, as soon as he said it, he's like, I know. When it came out, it was funny because the whole room stopped. Yeah. And I was like, get the fuck put out. Put some respect on his name. You put some, you put some respect exactly. on his name. De La Soul was amazing. Wizcleep was amazing. I'm going to go back to another smaller venue, like Two Chains performing in front of a small crowd. Actually, you know, yeah, X that. So I'm going to go Dungeon That's Two. Dungeon, okay, I'm going Dungeon Family. I'm going Kilo Ali. I'm going to go Big Crit. Love Crit. Six years ago. Right when Crit was here came out. Atlanta really goes hard for Crit. Like crazy hard. He jumped on the crowd and like the whole crowd just kind of turned into a mosh pit. And I was like, I just felt something. I was like, yo, this is this is dope. Like the first time I was like, yo, this is I, I did this. Like this is dope. That's a cool feeling. Yeah. What's the most you ever paid an artist to attend A3C? Yeah, Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the steepest. Yeah, man. Hey. It might be the last artist I ever paid to. Tell you what, though, it's gonna be worth it. I know, it's man. It's gonna be worth it. I know. It. And me and Jalen ain't gonna miss yeah. it. If you come with Jalen, bro, you bet. Yo, y'all be on stage, man. Oh man, you and I gotta meet Jalen. Best rapper you ever had at A three C that you were convinced was gonna blow up but never did. Oh wow. Take your time. I can cut it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a sec. second. Convinced was gonna blow up and never did. Why you thinking about that? Yeah. Shout out to Mickey Halstead. Had him on the podcast. Yeah. Great guy. Oh. Yeah. That's my What's guy. What's he doing now? Managing Lil Herb, G Herbo. Yeah. Managing Herb. He's still making music too, but his like focus. His is... manager Javin lives in Atlanta. Oh yeah. Yeah. His old manager. Yeah, I booked yeah. Mickey Halstead a long time ago for like. He, so he talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Good dude, man. Great guy, man. One of the reasons we booked him, I was like, yo, he's just a solid guy. My boy, one of my best friends from college, yeah. he makes hip-hop videos, and he did, like, Mickey stuff. He does her yeah. stuff. His name? He, does, his name, he goes by Black Noise. Yeah. He does all... He's a Chicago guy. Yeah. He does a lot of the Chicago stuff. That name sounds familiar. He goes by Noise or Black Noise. Yeah. Yeah, I know his shit. They haven't blown up yet. When I first heard their shit, I was a huge fan, and I'm not gonna say they're not gonna blow up because I don't want to. I don't want to say that. But Goldyard is an artist. There's somebody who's out now. Goldyard's out now, but they per, they performed at A3C for you know for a while. Oh, like a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, so they live in Atlanta. Good friends of mine. I really fuck with their music. I think they're super talented, but they haven't had that. Break. You believe in them? I believe in them. Right. You know, I want to give them a shout out, and I always try to look out for them. But I really, when I saw them, I was like, oh, it's only a matter of time. 
You pay people to perform at A3C. Anybody ever pay you so they could perform? I, I won't take it. You wouldn't? I get offered all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. That's a business model. A lot of janky-ass shit people do. Yeah, I mean, that's like the, the right, old pay-for-play. Pay yeah. play. But, like, no, what people, if... People offer us, like, $5,000 to perform. Huh. But, like, to me, the second you start doing that, the second you... You're selling out. Fuck selling out. Selling out is making money. I, I, I got no problem selling out. In the, so the, what's wrong with making money, then? You dilute the product. Playing devil's Talking advocate. Yeah, you're going to put people on stage that not everybody likes. Because yeah, not everybody's... Why are they on it. stage? Because you believe in them? Someone does. Maybe. yeah, yeah. And I don't need to believe in them, but I, I need to believe they have a space, they have a role there. If someone's paying me to perform, they don't belong there, right? Like, they don't belong there at all. And the audience, like, who, who am I doing this for? Me? No, it's the audience. So if someone's paying to perform, they suck, right? At this point, right? Like, no, there's no great artist paying to perform. I wouldn't think. No, zero. There's a zero. There's but what a if, zero. What if I'm an up-and-coming guy in, uh, in a very... You ain't ready. A, a hip-hop, like, neglected area... <laughs> Um, and I'm in North Dakota and nobody hears my shit. What if you heard it and you're like, that's it, done? If it was amazing? The music is an aspect. People don't understand. It's like, you'll hear my shit. I'm like, cool. Let me, I was like, I, I tell this to ours. If I hear your shit and I love it, then what do I do? You're selling a fucking experience. You're selling a brand. Like, the music is just the conduit because music's free now. So now once I give you the music, okay, I'm now I'm selling you a video, I'm selling you a t-shirt, I'm selling you a show, I'm selling you something. And if you don't get it, if I'm if you don't have that thing that's next, then you aren't ready to perform. I agree with everything you're saying. I just feel like you're throwing so many artists on stage. It's like I mean, to me, I just be yeah. like, it's a money grab. Like, let me just grab this, let me throw this guy on the yeah. worst fucking but stage. But there's a reason like, we're here after 14 years. I believe this yeah. because you're, I'm sure you're right. And I'm sure that's why your business is succeeding. Yeah, I mean And I'm just a podcast <laughs> <laughs> nah man we're succeeding until we don't like every business right like shit man like how many amazing businesses are going out of business like Walmart biggest company in the world like do they have a forever business mm, yeah probably I mean it's really, one of the only like Amazon like, you think so Walmart yeah Amazon yeah like those are the two that no, like they think, run the world Walmart will be here forever yeah most ridiculous demand ever made by a performer at A3C I assume they have like riders. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. We, I, I skim over them. <laughs> um, Wiz Khalifa pulled up with three Lamborghinis with no one in them. Like just a driver. He needed to show up with those cars that were already there. So he had people drop off the cars so that when he showed up, the cars were there. Hold it's, on. You had to pay the rental place? No, no, no. He, he paid for the rental yeah, place. Yeah, we didn't know they were coming. So we were like, oh, Wiz is here. He's like, no, no, no. These are just the cars that he wants to be here. When, when he shows when up. When he shows up. He's surrounded by Lambos. So when he shows up, by the way, with a bus. Like, he showed up in a van. Like, he showed up in a... Tour bus. Yeah, a tour bus. With 50 people. They all got out and, like, mobbed the fucking backstage. That was a that was a crazy night. But it wasn't a crazy rider. But we we laughed because we're like, what? Like, we were like, when, when, we, when we went off the ground, like... What are those cars here for? Like, do we need to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't bring them there, but like. Best rapper from South Dakota. He from Pittsburgh. He claims Pittsburgh. Born born and raised in South Dakota. Yeah. Deep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. True or false, I lied. I have one more I yeah, just came up yeah. with. Did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go false already. Did Beanie Siegel perform on stage with a colostomy bag? True yes, or false? true. 100% true. Okay, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I was very close, and uh, pretty sure he had a colostomy bag. Do you know he got like stabbed or shot yeah, right before oh, the no, show? No, right? no, 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 no. It oh. was uh, he's he's been dealing with like pain, like cancer, pancreatic cancer. Like Beanie was almost like Beanie had a lot of health problems. Pancreatic cancer? Yeah, like that's so. like ninety nine percent like right death rate. Yeah, no, I think he. I mean, he was out of the game for a long time. Do you remember who performed after that? Yeah, Cam. Do you remember anything funny about that performance? Yeah, his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Say no more. Yeah, pause. Exactly. <laughs> yep. He was great, too. <laughs> he was great. Pause. Dipset, yeah. Minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All that junk. <laughs> What's the best show currently on TV? I'll, I'll pick a couple of different genres. I think cartoon. Rick and Morty is fucking hilarious. I don't Never know if you've seen it. Rick and Morty. I, I don't watch cartoons anymore, really. And honestly, I wouldn't. <laughs> Said an old man to a man. You're like, I'm a, I'm, but it was kind of a gangster way of saying that, right? <laughs> like, I don't watch cartoons anymore. I'm not a fucking three-year-old. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's so many good ones though. No, nah, no, nah, Ricky Morty is fucking really hilarious. Good. I do watch like the John Oliver show. Like I love like news shit. I've heard he's great. Yeah. Chris, yeah. what do you guys watch on Netflix and Amazon and shit? You got any great ones? Silicon Valley. It's pretty funny on Netflix. Ozark's fucking hilarious. Ozark. Ozark's fucking amazing. Black Mirror, I absolutely like just love ran, Black ran Mirror. through. Love Black Mirror. House of Cards was cool and then it got not cool. Yep, agreed. Um, First season was great. Master of None, like Didn't never watch ran it. through those. Second season wasn't as good. Billions. Billions is good. We're running through billions. Yeah. All right, so you got the answer wrong. The answer is I feel like, yeah. Atlanta. I know. It's the best fucking show on TV. It's not. It was not. That, see, another thing is like on TV because like it's not on TV right now. I mean, the season just ended. <laughs> right. So like that yeah. is a current show. It it just ended and it's coming back. Atlanta is a brilliant show. Yeah. Now there's other shows that no, I love, no, but yeah. that is on TV. If you don't even want to include Netflix and Amazon, that's the best show on yeah. television. I yeah, but I, it's, include so, them. It's still the best. So when you say the like, I finished like three months ago, no, it's not on TV now. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like uh, Breaking Bad. Like gotcha. it's over. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a current TV yeah. show. Is what I mean. Are you more Jeremy Gray or John Beckwith? <laughs> Who are those two people? Do Ron and Maple Syrup conglomerate? Or I heard that you and your brother destroy weddings. That's that might be true. Okay, so you've seen Wedding Crashes. Yep. That's Jeremy Gray and John Beckwith. Are you more Vince Vaughn? <laughs> um, or what's his name? Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Owen Wilson's yeah. hilarious. I'm a, I want to be a... Why can't I be Cowboys from Texas? Or be whatever you want. You can be whatever you want to be. You can be whatever you want. You can be whatever But you want. I heard that you're legendary at weddings. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I think we, I think we have been invited to weddings because of our performance at other weddings. You've been invited to... Weddings that you normally wouldn't have been invited to. Correct. Like when you're fucking thirty, like when I like let it loose. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I almost get weird when people are like at a wedding. I'm like, yo, what are you like? Why are you sitting at the fucking table? Like yeah. this is this is actually like an event where you're like allowed to like act like a fucking clown. Yeah. And people are like, yo, look at that guy. He's looking like. Yeah. So what's your thing? You break dance? Like oh, I'm, I'm dude. I'm interacting with the band. I'm like. Getting you know the grandma, up. the grandma. Um, That's usually but oh. the grandmas. I, I like the grandmas. I play the vibe. I'm not. I don't. I don't have a routine. Three years ago this week, I went to a wedding in Greece in Athens. My friend who invited me to the wedding yeah. didn't make it to the wedding because of a passport issue. So I was there with a bunch of Greek people that yeah. had never met. You look kind of Greek though. You probably yeah. I can pass. Yeah, yeah, I can pass. But I didn't speak the language, yeah. and nobody spoke my language. No. So yeah, I was just hanging out at a Greek what wedding. Do you mean they don't speak your language. Everyone. They didn't speak English? No. Except his brother. That's it. Who I had never met. Whoa. So, I was so your with friends his... spoke Greek, obviously. Yeah, they all yeah. speak Greek. And it was, it was interesting. So if Maryland's all about football and crab cakes, <laughs> what's Atlanta all about? Keeping with the wedding crashes. Lemon, lemon pepper and strippers, probably. Lemon pepper wings and strippers. And strippers. I mean... Can't argue with that. I mean, that's out of a movie line. Somewhere. I don't know. The movie hasn't been made yet, but it's being that's made. what we do. Favorite three Atlanta athletes retired. Like guys you were growing up, oh, you're yeah, looking at. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. WTBS. Everyone had TBS. Yeah, Everyone yeah, had yeah. WGN. Yeah. So you saw the Cubs games. Yep. Oh, you yeah. saw the Braves games. Yeah. Dale Murphy. Yeah. Like Dale Murphy was like premium. He was before name. me though, yeah. 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 He's, he's in the 80s. Um, Dominique was my, by the way, my favorite basketball player growing up as a yeah. kid. I, was, yeah. I had a Dominique Wilkins yeah. poster on my wall. I was about to say, I got Dominique. A generic. Sucks. Uniform. Those are Dominique's? Nah, I have Dominique. I usually I know I, the ones I wear them twice about. a day. <laughs> I have Bill Russell and Larry Bird ones. Dominique poster on the wall, a generic white uniform, and it says the highlight reel. Yeah, it's gangster. Yeah. So I'm gonna go deep cuts because I'm, I'm not gonna go like you yeah, know. Go deep. But dudes who are like I was like, yo, that's my favorite player on the team. John Battle. Like, who do you got? Ron Gant. Ron Gant was one of my top five favorite baseball players of all time. Remember when you were a kid and you used to do everyone's batting yeah. stance? Like, every. I could do them all. Yeah. I could do them right now. I could do them all. And I don't even watch baseball anymore. Not Andre Dawson, King Griffith Jr., Rest Cal Ripken. Peace, Paul yeah. Grossman. Yeah. Andre Dawson's best fan. He died like a couple weeks yeah. ago, a friend of mine from yeah. home. Huge Andre Dawson. Yeah. When Andre Dawson hit his yeah. either 300th or 400th yeah. home run, he was playing with the Red Sox. My brother... Paul Grossman, who died, yeah. and a couple other friends, were in the bleaches at Fenway. They had H, 
a WK Shut painted on their up. chest. That's awesome. In the bleaches. That's yeah. Awesome. Huge dog. That's cool. Fan. That's cool. He lives in Miami. I used to see him around. I used yeah. to see him at Dairy Queen. Really? I'd take pictures with him every time Shut I saw him and send him to Paul. Every time. Yeah. He was like, again, really? <laughs> Basically. The hawk. So you got Ron Gant. Ron Gant. That's, that's the best answer well, anybody's ever given me about like a childhood. Yeah. Like, because like one, he was like by far the strongest, baddest oh, dude. 30-30, like back in the ripped. day, like I'll go one at every sport. So yes. I'll go basketball was probably Mookie Blaylock. Okay. Right? You, have you heard his story like like drugs and shit or strip clubs yeah, and blowing all yeah, his money? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Fucking Pearl Jam and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah, it is. Pearl Jam was originally called Mookie Blaylock and yeah. he made them change their name, which is fucking hilarious. That could, he lost a lot of money probably doing that. I think he killed somebody drunk driving. That's too, something yes, like that. Yeah. He's had a rough go at it. Yeah. I didn't but, expect that out of him. But he led the league in steals for five. I mean, like, yeah. Mookie Blaylock wasn't a, wasn't a scrub. I think he might have made, like, one all-star team. Yeah. Yeah, probably one. But he, was re- he was good. He was good. But, like, Josh Smith, I don't think ever made an all-star team. No, nah, I don't think so. And Josh Smith was, like... He was good. In Atlanta, like, he had a lot of flaws. But yeah. my man was... A super productive player for Top eight years. Top three uh, worst all-time three-point shooter. Oh, yeah. I don't Him, doubt it. Him, Corey Brewer, and um, Charles Barkley. Bro. Top three. Charles Barkley's on that? Yeah. And then I'll go... Um, what, you got a football player? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go football. You know, the, so when I, 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 didn't, I didn't love football growing up. I, I didn't play football growing up. So I was like, I don't know that sport. I won't watch it. You didn't... Yeah, you weren't... But Jesse Tuggle was like the first player that, you felt, that I fell in love with. That yeah. was like... Made every time. And honestly, one of the first players I even knew. I think 96 when we made the, or not, was it 96 when we made the? 98. 98. Yeah. He was on team. Yep. And he was, that, that he was probably towards the end of his career maybe. Yeah. Or like. Yeah, he was. He was still good though. He's like, an, I think he's still a pro bowler. Yep. You have a hoop with any rappers? Oh yeah. I know you got a bunch of yeah. friends and you're in the I hoop with Masterpiece of the Shocker when I was in USC. Okay. Yeah. I hoop with. Uh, I mean, so. Hoop with some NBA players. Should Master P have even like talked about playing professional? Oh, my man. Had I know been. he was good, but like. I know a lot of people that are good. So I played with him when he was late 30s, early okay. 40s. Hard to say then. Hard. Athleticism declines oh, but at that his, age. He had range. Okay. Oh, yeah. His, his jump right. shot was real, too. Yeah. Like he, he he wasn't like guessing if it was going to go in. He okay. was like four feet behind the three-point line, NBA three-point line, and wet. Really? Wet. What's he, 6'2", 6'3"? 6364? Like I'm not saying like he has like a good for a, a random He's dude. a pure shooter. Pure shooter. Yeah. That's I mean pure shooter is a pure shooter. Thank you. That's the best way of putting it. Yeah. Pure shooter. Who you got one on one? Two chains versus Quavo. Two chains got a size. Two chains size. Is Quavo legit? I've seen him in the nah. videos. He just looks like nah. basic. Yeah, no, they're Let's all, say he was like all state in Georgia and stuff. No, nah, they're all no. Nah. I have yet to see a rapper. Stally played at U at, at Ohio. Yes. Stally played at Ohio. He he can hoop. Um Massillon, Ohio. That's what Yeah. Well he you know, Davies hooped. Yeah, yeah, I know he did. Um he played in college. I haven't played with either I haven't played with Davies. Rappers are the best shit talkers I've ever seen, but the the it's the Cam. biggest gap between their fucking skill abilities level. and yeah. their talk, and I, that's a great thing when you show up as a you know. You should have heard Mickey on the podcast. Boy, who or not? Are I mean, he's in the he's in the Hall of Fame. Like this is true. Yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame at a uh, NAIA school. Yeah. yeah, like he's legit. He's like really good. There you go. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, he you should have heard him. Like he's like talking about NBA guys. Like I'll destroy him. Like certain guys he's played against and shit. And like he's probably telling the truth. Any good uh, pickup game stories out in USC? Because I used to play with everybody in Miami. All types of... What, I still do. Well, What is good? Now. You tell me. I don't know. Do you know it? Do you know I, the story? I, Are you fishing? No, no. I, don't, I mean, right. I know you play with... Like, if you went to USC and you hooped and you would have... Like, so you I, see, I play... The game I've, yeah. I've been playing in the last, like, five or six years, we have a bunch of NBA guys that play, like, retired NBA guys, like Ray Allen and yeah. Tim Hardaway yeah. and Jamal Mashburn, like, so I'm no, friends a bunch with of nobody. Yeah. No. <laughs> I hit a bunch of, bunch of bumps. Some of the yeah, best players in I, NBA history. I will tell you right now, I hit seven threes in Tim Hardaway's face one game. Like, one by that's one. Feel good. Games that's by, a, yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, that's just a, re- and I'm, You can go home happy. Believe me, I'm not, uh, like, crossing them yeah, up yeah, and yeah, taking yeah. them to the like. So USC, here's my crazy USC hooping story. I so know can, you have one. You know, between the campus and the neighborhood, there wasn't, there was no like, it was a gray area. So like, a lot of people from just the hood would come and hoop at this like, on campus court. 
It was right next just to a gate that you could walk into. It was great for me. It was next to my freshman dorm, and I actually had a place to hoop because, like, you don't play with a bunch of corny ass like freshmen that never played. So I would go over there and hoop. Again, I would be the only white guy to hoop over there. And one day I was just busting this dude up. First of all, my team was clowning on him, but then his team started clowning on him. And he and everyone's like, "Yo, switch, switch, switch! You're getting busted." He's like, "Fuck that! I ain't switching for you know like that, that's, yeah. that's 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 basically I'm gonna lock him up. That, I'm gonna lock him up." So he starts getting real physical, not playing basketball physical, like pushing and yeah. just like swinging at me. Yeah. And I'm like kind of dodging him and kind of fucking with him a little bit because I'm just in his head and I'm loving it. Yeah. Then he says, at "Like we game over." Everyone's clowning him because our team won, and the one white guy is like scoring all the points. Yeah. And he's Did like, anyone on the court know you? No. Okay. They didn't know. They didn't know me for nothing. He's like, "Yo, fuck y'all! I'm gonna go in my car and get my gun." Yeah. And I'm like, eh, I've, "I've seen, seen this one. I've, like, I've seen this in a movie. Yeah, whatever. I've seen yeah. this in the movie and in real life. Yeah. I, oh yeah. So, yeah. long story short, the next game, he he gets back on the team because he's literally like, "I'm not gonna not play." He says that. He's like, "No, no, no! I'm playing this game." Like there's people on the sideline who are up next. He goes, no, I'm on your team because I'm going to guard this guy again. Right. So I'm like, oh, this is getting weird now. So I get up there, and he basically throws me to the ground over his leg. And I'm like, fuck. I, I twist my ankle, and I'm like, fuck. I got to get the fuck out of here. So I walk. I like kind of hobble. I, I, I actually twist my ankle, and I got a sprained ankle. I walk to like a campus center, and I get some ice. And I walk him back to my dorm, and I see police helicopters. <laughs> I see police helicopters. Two police cars, and I'm like, oh shit! Like, I was just over here. Like, what? Like, what, what? I literally didn't put it together yet. And I'm like, I come back over. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, yeah, man. Oh my god! Like, it's like two college kids. We're like, oh my god, man. This guy like, uh, just like started shooting, shooting off, like shooting, shooting his gun. He's like, what do you mean shooting? The guy's like, yeah, man. This guy was playing basketball, and this one guy went with this car and got his gun and started shooting. And I'm like. I didn't say anything to them. I was like, oh, I know exactly who that guy is. <laughs> like, that's the guy who said he was in his car. He has a gun. So apparently he didn't, you know, he got madder after I left and probably lost again. And just like, all right, y'all, y'all said I want to get my gun. I'm going to get my gun. But he didn't shoot at anybody. I think he shot in the air. He came yeah, back yeah. and I, no one was hit. Right. So he might have shot at someone and missed, but that, still a good story. <laughs> survived to talk about it. It wouldn't have been a great story if he hit someone, but best strip club in Atlanta. Follies, one word. You and AKG love Follies. It's just the best. I guys it, love it. It's the best. I mean, it's not even that. I, I I like it. It's fine. I mean, I think the the only time I was there, I was like, it was so crowded. I yeah. was sitting on the stage. But the ratio and the girls was great. Were dancing over my head. It's like one to one. All right. I mean, there, there, there's a stripper for every every customer. You good know what point. I'm saying? Like, go to the strip club like on like a Thursday at 8 p.m. and yeah. have a good time. Like, yeah, yeah like I. If someone's like, if somebody ever says to me on a fucking weekend, like, yo, let's go to the strip club after the after the club or something. What shit? if it's Dom? <laughs> Unless it's Dom. Okay. But I have I've yet to get that call from Dom. Who would you rather go to the strip club with? Jamie Foxx and Quentin Tarantino or LA Reed and Usher? D- Jamie Foxx and anyone. Because I was there. I you heard, know this story? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I that was one of the, that was one of the best ever. Jamie Foxx and anyone. Uh, yes, it, Jamie Foxx, Tarantino, and Tarantino's yeah, girlfriend. I have definitely heard at the story. Magic City Monday. Yes. It's fucking hilarious. The two of them hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, Trinidad James sitting behind us <laughs> by himself at a table. Who? Yeah. Who at that point feels like what? Like <laughs> that was one of the best ever. You know my. You know my. Th- yeah, I don't know if I told you this theory or not. Even a theory, just a fact. I don't know if I've expressed this fact to you that Jamie Foxx is the greatest entertainer of our generation. I have no qualms with that. Yeah. yeah. I've seen him perform live. Yeah. And he's making you laugh. He's making you cry. He's making you make love. He's doing everything. The guy's amazing, and he uh, yeah. and he is an amazing actor. He didn't even do that at the show. Comedy, music, TV, film. Yep. And he's succeeded at all four crafts at, at the highest level. You seen the guy run the option, Willie Beeman? Yeah. You kidding me? You kidding me? And now he's got a fucking TV show. And he's got a TV show. Like what? What can't you? Top five rappers of all time, dead or alive. Come on, man. This list changes all the time, right? As it should. It's fine. No problem with that. So you got to go Dre number one, 3,000. I'll go Black Thought. I almost want to, yeah, I'll tell you who was mine for a while and who I, who I still want on this list. I, Method Man was in my top five. There's nothing wrong with that. So Black Thought, Method Man, 3,000. Method Man's never been said, though. I would, and, and it, there was Man. just two or three years where I was like, 
this motherfucker is rapping. You know, like he's, I love he's every unique time, too. Every time he came on on a, on a Wu Tang song, and I love Wu Tang. Every time he came on, I was like, yeah, like this is my that's yeah, my verse exactly. But my argument with him is he's not prolific. No, you know, I don't know, no, no. But that's fine. And he a doesn't like he doesn't have a great solo project. Yeah. Like, uh, Tikal is, cl- nah, yeah, it's not great. It's not, it's not great it's all not the way through. It's not a classic. It's not great all the way through. Three more. Four and five for CeeLo Green. Can I? And CeeLo Green's my, feel CeeLo Green's one of my favorite artists of all time. Just people. Like, I think, I actually think, I'm not religious. If I were, I think he would be like the voice of God. Can I insert a CeeLo Green story in here? <laughs> I hoped you would. Uh, Father's Day, 2018. We're talking maybe a month ago. Me and Marissa, my girlfriend, we're at... Shoutouts. Uh, yep. We're at this place in Miami. It's like a day party spot on the water with our boy Matt, Jamal Mashburn. We got a nice crew, bunch of guys. Shout out to 50. <laughs> Behind us, CeeLo Green. Because they, uh, Goody Mob did a reunion show nice. in Miami Father's Day weekend. He has his like two or three-year-old son in the like bar or club. <laughs> Like drinking bottles, no the kid way. sitting on his shoulder, like a two-year-old or a three-year-old. We sure it's his? No, <laughs> could have been a prop. But it's Father's Day. It's just oh, like okay, okay, yeah. you know, I'm assuming if yeah, he's got yeah, the kid yeah, with yeah, him, okay. could have been a prop. I'll go most. I'll go most F. Yeah, I'll go most F. I, I think he's made a few people's list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go most F because I think, uh, I think also like because I'm. I guess I. I guess what I've noticed about everyone on my list is it's really like more than the rap. It's more than the lyrics. It's like. The energy they give you, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. absolutely. The like the content, the the creativity, the craft, like like most def is like you know from Miss Fat Booty to just the bars. Like my man has done like music that like really has touched me that I think like will forever be a part of you know like my musical character. Yep. Same with all five of those guys. Yep. I didn't name any new guys, but I could have named like a hundred. That's know. fine. You have a chance now because it's top five Atlanta rappers of all time. You got Atlanta. CeeLo. Yeah, CeeLo. I got you. Gotta go CeeLo Drake. And you got three stacks. All right, you got two. So, um, I'll go two chains. I'll go. Yeah, I'll let them strip us. Yeah, man. I mean, also, I, I just feel like two chains got like some more gas in the tank. He's had a second life right now, man. He he's not supposed to be the successful. Yeah, that's three. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, my homie Jaron Benton, cause that's my homie. Shit, I, man, I like know him, but I couldn't tell you anything he's done. And honestly, I used to manage Jaron, so and like I've, I've executive produced projects with him. I've heard his bars, heard his freestyles. I'm just a fan, and is more of like, yeah, that's my man. Yeah. And then I'll go. I'll Spody. go. I'll go Jid, man. Yeah, Spody. Yeah, Spody. I like, like Spody. Spody is so when I started music, I started with Blake, eight oh eight Blake, who's the producer. Spody is Blake's cousin, okay. so Spody was one of the first people we ever rap, or we ever recorded with. I found him at A three C. Yeah, that's how I know. Him. Yeah, so Spody, yeah, you know, Spody has some trouble with the law, but really good dude, really talented rapper. A lot of rappers who were talented just couldn't, yep, you know, keep their He's keep their private life straight. On that list, but dude, there's honestly like the crazy thing about Atlanta is like. People I didn't name is almost more impressive than the list. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like it's from Future to Migos to you know Killer Mike to uh, Ti, Jeezy, Luda, Big Boy, Big Boy. Jules. I'm just saying, like it's 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 crazy. I'm gonna play you something when, when you're ready. Okay. With with all those people said, if they show up at a strip club or, or a nightclub at the same time, who's getting the best table? Who has the most cachet in the A? T.I., Gucci Mane, Future, Gucci. Next question. Ludacris, 2 Chains, Jeezy, Paperboy. Right now? Paperboy? Gucci. Gucci. Gucci's getting the table over Gucci, yeah. Uh, I think Gucci has like the, the street cred. Because my man's got just like street anthem. The prison stint always he's, helps. But he's, nah, he's just transitioned well into like the new shit. Yeah. Like his raps from like... He can go old and new. Yeah. Like his old hits feel like new shit. Yeah. Yeah. Same group of guys... Gucci. Baddest chick in the A walks in. Who's pulling her? What was my list? Probably. Eh, I feel I mean, like they if you have got, somebody who's not I feel like they all got swag. Her. Nah, I feel like they all got swag. I was about to say some, some dumb shit off camera, but... Dom? No, I guess that's my point. See that? I feel like Jeezy. I feel like Jeezy might get some game. That's funny. The, the, the last guy I did the... 
this conversation with, I asked him those same two questions and he flip-flop dances. It was Jeezy on the club and Gucci on the women. Gucci's, Gucci's boot up though. I, Jeezy yeah. might be too, but... I don't think it matters. No, it really doesn't. Three favorite, or any number you want, just a few your favorite restaurants in Atlanta. Miso Izakaya, just fire ass. Bocalupa, pasta. Everybody, like... It's loves right. that place. Bro, the food's just and I've still good. never been. Just go to tasting plate. Just just like go there and get the tasting. Alright. Like five dishes, small, but like you're gonna leave just like feeling really good about yourself. Alright. Tell him I know Mike Walbert. Yeah, man. Alright. <laughs> That'll go a long way. And that, I eat a little fonda, man. Uh, La Fonda's my Cuban spot. So. Okay. Yeah, I would never eat Cuban out here unless like you're like you have to eat it. Nah, I live in Miami. Nah, you're good. Alright. Uh, favorite city in the South not named Atlanta. I've been going to Nashville a couple times recently. Nashville's kind of dope. I mean, man, I don't even. Do you feel like Miami's? I know it's gonna sound crazy. Do you feel like Miami's like in the South? Nah, it's, it's not. an international city. It's not. It. I honestly. It's feel, like a Caribbean or a South American. I don't. Or I international. Don't, yeah. Top of Florida, yeah. You're south. Those south, are southern cities. Yeah, you're southern as fuck. Yeah. But for some reason, Miami just feels like you're going internet. I'm traveling internationally. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. So you're gonna go Nashville. Best Outcast album. Oh, Quim and I. Man, AT, I mean, you know, that's a coin flip. It's such a tough question. But you're going to go Quim and I? Yeah, over AT, because I feel like, well, over, yeah, over Southern player. But yeah, I, I, I think Quim and I. If you could have any of the Housewives of Atlanta. I don't you, watch the show. I don't, who are I you could, taking? I you could. know them, though. No, you I know, don't. You know who they are. No, I don't. I think Candace They're is probably huge. one, right? No, not to you they are. They're huge. Not to me. They're big all over the world, man. No, not to me. You don't know who Nene Leakes is? I've not. I know who Nene is, but I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known she was a real housewife. I knew she like had one. You didn't point. know she was a housewife at Atlanta. I knew that at one point she was. Alright. I couldn't name. You could have asked me the question. Name two housewives of Atlanta. I wouldn't have been able to do it. So in a steel cage match, who do you got? But Tyler Perry versus Nene Leakes. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna say, do you have a six four man or a woman? I'm gonna go with a large man. It's a six four man against a six four woman. I go. I'll go with the man. Okay. I remember in sixth grade, someone was like, "Who's the strongest person in your class?" And they, and someone was like, uh, I, "I was definitely the strongest person in class." Someone was like, "Yeah, this woman who, you know, at the time when you're in sixth grade, like, yeah, girl, girls grow fast. She's two inches taller. Yeah. They had puberty. I just side eyed everyone in the fucking classroom. I was like, y'all really think this girl is stronger than me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tyler this is this is a more Nene. serious question. Yeah, a tag team match. <laughs> more serious. Yeah, Yin Yang Twins versus CeeLo and Cujo. Now you at got disabilities or, on both sides. At their peak or right now? Yeah, yeah, in their prime. Oh, then then CeeLo and and Cujo. You got CeeLo and Cujo? Yeah, for sure. Yo, Yin Yang Twins. So I've recorded with them. I've hung out with them. Yeah, yeah. They first of all, they're they might weigh combined. <laughs> 280. Like, they're <laughs> tiny. Not to Buck mention, 40 each, or one of them's even less? They're skinny as fuck. I don't, they, one but, of them's missing wear, like a... And they wear baggy clothes, yeah, yeah. They wear baggy clothes, so, like, you really don't know what's underneath it, but, like, when a strong breeze comes by, you're like, yo, are you, you good? <laughs> uh, not to mention, like, you just don't really know if they're all there. CeeLo's throwing people around. You just CeeLo's, run through them. Yeah. Just run through them. Like, CeeLo versus the two of them is better question. Done. Do you know Cujo's the only rapper who's appeared on... Every Outcast album? No. Only rapper. Every like, Outcast album. Yep. So that's that's uh Southern Play Lizard, ATL and Idle While. According to what I read. Speaker box love below. Alright, time to close it out. His mom, his dad, everybody's <laughs> calling. He's like, the street lights are on, he's yeah, gotta go yeah, home. Yeah. Um, Follies is calling. Yeah, exactly. Uh what's your death row mail? Yeah, I would have said it uh, two years ago it was pizza, but probably now it's like uh, from where, like who, you know. Yeah, good question. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go like because it's familiarity, right? You want to go with like the, that 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 home vibe. So Nostalgia go, again. This is yeah. I'll go. I'll go two slices of pizza from um, Meat Lovers Pizza from like Mellow Mushroom or some shit. I don't I've never even had like, Mellow Mushroom yeah, in my life. No, nah, it's just you don't want to eat like like that's some greasy ass like. Yeah. Good ass pizza, like it's not you know I'm not, I'm not gonna eat like filet mignon or some shit like that. Uh, what are you having to drink with it? I have a tropicana, man. <laughs> yeah. Some beer from Athens, Georgia. Yeah, it's a hey. uh, ripe and juicy aromatic uh, balance, bro. That's Mike Walbert. I'm Maddie Hundo. 
That's all we got for you. I'll see you at A3C. I'm going to play y'all out. Hold up. That was my conversation with Mike Walbert, also known as the hottest working man in Atlanta. His phone was ringing off the hook the whole time. Thanks for listening to episode 22 of Keeping It a Hundo. If you haven't rated the show, please do so. Scroll down the bottom of the page and leave a rating. Five stars, hopefully. But it's really important for the show. So keep it a hundo with me. Show me your support. Next week's guest is Elton Big Squig Tyler. He's one of my best friends in the world. He's family. And everybody loves Elton. So it'll be a good one. See you next week. Keep it a hundo. Now you know and I know I done bumped every hole in the wall, y'all Did you catch that phone call? Most of y'all didn't make me Thought I was tall Get flipped like a deal Fell on the black ice Did you think twice? Home slice came in He went satisfied Got bent balls Ain't shit Mutant coast to coast Yeah, I lamped the boat Man, those those Too many coming close Cause touch what I never touched before Seen what I never seen before Woke up and seen the sun Sky high Sky high Circulate like a Sunday paper Papers caught long time The cheap Flicks, good picks pay hard. Watch the heart turn sideways, cause the tail. For real sales to those who lose cares, players give you life for now. Feeling good and warm, when this roll tight, 35 degrees. Lip it at night, don't forget the chest, stick lips dry quick. When the jack out, make you wanna act out. Take the slack out, some people black out. Touch what I, I never touched before. Back out. Seen what I never seen before. Woke up and seen the sun sky high, sky high. Touch what I never touched before, seen what I never seen before. Woke up and seen the sun sky high. Sky high. I've been in it for the past few days Tight of the face, I know all my plays Now can I rap, can I adapt, not really sure yet Who they looking over the shoulders of those writing dreams Feeling for the taste of mythol Miss class stayed in the hall Looking for a squeeze play, better yet a holiday Stayed away from the pyramid board game Broken down to a neighborhood slang Cash before fame Sky high, sky high, sky high